11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Boom, 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 bang. <laughs> I've had to come outside. <laughs> As I do uh, every time uh, I feel stressed or annoyed or frustrated, and don't we all get that sometimes, I come outside and bang the bag, <laughs> bash it around, or I sprint or do squat jumps or push-ups. Uh, because... <laughs> Stress is an interesting thing, isn't it? Uh, what causes it and how do we get rid of it? And today I've had an interesting stress, stress injection. As an exercise professional and as the owner of an international fitness business college, I'm bombarded constantly with science. And I really am getting very frustrated and annoyed with that particular word. What is it? <laughs> Uh, you and I here regularly follow the science or believe the science or it's the science. Uh, did you do science at school? And did they teach you at school how to understand science? I'm really privileged because I live with a scientist. <laughs> K-Man is a health scientist. He's got a master's degree in exercise science in health science. And uh, at our house... The, the expression follow the science probably has a different meaning to most people's homes because we actually do. So if somebody quotes a scientific research study to us or somebody says the science says, uh, we go ask, we go find the research study or we ask the person who's quoting the science to give us the research study that they're quoting. And the challenge, of course, with any research study, and I'm just going to ask the questions. This is a... I have to be very careful, of course, because it's the, the science has become very controversial, hasn't it? Uh, we're told this is the science, but I always ask, uh, is there other science? Are there other studies? And of course, because I live with a scientist, uh, there are always other studies. And unfortunately, we live in a world where uh, you can pick and choose your science, which is very exciting, by the way, because if somebody's passionate about something, they can find a research study, a scientific study to back up their opinion or back up their point of view. The challenge with that, of course, is in the scientific world, one would hope, and this is how it's supposed to be in the scientific world, that you would do a literature review, meaning how many studies have been done on that particular topic, and let's look at all of them. And now comes the interesting part, and this is why I've come to bang the bag. <laughs> because when you have a look at all the research studies on any topic, and you can pick food, exercise, type 2 diabetes, uh, parenting, uh, why people love or hate their job, there's research studies done on everything, uh, multiple research studies done on everything. And did you know that there are opposing points of view and then opposing research studies? Now, how does that come about? Uh, pretty easy to understand. If I'm a researcher, if I'm a scientist and I've got a point of view and I get an opportunity to do a, a scientific study, am I aiming for that scientific study to prove my point of view or disprove my point of view? And I have to ask the question because I think it's a really important question. If you add on top of that, I'm a research scientist who has a point of view who's then paid by some other external source to do that research study, 
what happens to my headspace? So not only do I have an emotional attachment to my point of view, of course, I'm allowed to, everybody is, but I now have uh, financial reasons to prove my point of view. And that's why, or that's why it should be uh, when a research study is analysed by the powers that analyse research studies and say, yes, this is a good study or a bad study, one of the things that, of course, should be asked, don't you think, is do you have any financial gain from doing this research study? (laughs) Have you been paid to do it? And have you been paid to find a certain outcome? And they're the ones that I find really fascinating because we're all humans and human nature says, I've got an opinion, I want to prove my opinion, and I'm getting paid to prove my opinion. So is it possible then that the research study is swayed towards my opinion? Now I have to ask the question, because is it possible then that if I'm a research study has a point of view and a researcher and I do a study and I have a point of view and there's another researcher who does a study who has a point of view, but it's opposing to mine, and that researcher is paid to po- to prove their point of view, is it possible now that we have opposing science? So this study shows this, and this study shows this, and they're completely opposite. And I think it's really important as, as humans, I think, but as definitely as exercise professionals, that we don't just take one research study and say, well, this research study proves. If you are in the scientific world, and if you ever say that to Cayman as a scientist, he will just laugh at you because it's never one study. And one study is not science, of course. This study shows, yes, but are there other studies? How many other studies? And interestingly, if you pick, there's several topics that I've, and one of the reasons, again, that I'm out boxing the bag today, there are several topics where the opposing views from the research science is so opposing that one research study will say this is what happened and you could die and the other research study says if you do this you'll live much much longer and that comes with food and exercise and of course they're the things that I'm very very interested in uh, and I want to know what's the right thing to do. So how do you know what to do? And I've learned this the very hard way because since I've been an exercise professional, one of the things that the biggest learning curve I've had is I used to trust and believe the science until I, literally until I met Cayman, a scientist, who said that's a really uh, inappropriate and ir- irresponsible thing to do, Rowie, because have you looked at all of the science? So I used to listen to the scientists and believe them. But unfortunately, uh, there are many scientists who disagree with other scientists. And in fact, you could pick any topic, any topic, and they'll, whatever scientist has a point of view, there'll be another one that has a different point of view. And if you then go to medical professionals, oncologists, cardiologists, psychologists, exercise physiologists, orthopedic surgeons, doesn't matter which expert in the medical field, there are really opposing views. Uh, everything from what causes type 2 diabetes to what causes coronary heart disease to why we're obese to there's, they are just disagreeing and not just disagreeing slightly, I'm talking completely opposing views. So one professor says you should do this, another professor says you should do this, and the it's completely different. So who do you believe? So this is what I have learned as an exercise professional, and I'm pretty much begging again you if you are an exercise professional. I have to do this because I own a fitness business college. I have to not say follow the science. I have to look at all the science, all of it, literature review science, and then I have to 
analyse each of that or all of that information, each piece of information based on what? And could the most important thing be if you are studying exercise, nutrition, food, a high-performing human body, should it be that we know our anatomy and physiology? And that's the really exciting thing about living in the same house as Cayman, who is a scientist, who isn't swayed by anything. And I'm just going to put an interesting side note into that. If somebody came to Cayman and said, we want you to do this study to prove this point, and here's a billion dollars, billion with a B, to prove this point, he would say no. I'd go a step further. If somebody came to Cayman and said, you have to do this research study to prove our point, and if you don't, we're going to shoot you, he would say, shoot me. The reason for that is he can't be bought. He is literally a scientist that could not in any way, shape or form, doesn't matter how much money or how much influence, he would do anything that would harm another human being. And that's why I'm so angry today. And it's very rare for me to get angry. But today I'm angry because there are research studies being done right now this minute that are harming the human race. And they're aiming to prove a point that will either make people sicker or fatter or more depressed, and there's a, there's a political reason and there's a monetary reason behind them. And unfortunately, that group of people that are producing that, those groups of research, uh, people are listening to them. Interesting, when you follow how science works, there is an enormous, large number of opposing views to those same opinions. Scientists who say what you're doing is wrong and here's all the reasons why. This information that you're sharing with the world is wrong and here's all the reasons why. That's the opposing science. Now, I don't know which one is, I actually don't know which one is right. These guys that are producing science that, are based on my anatomy and physiology knowledge, could be very harmful to the human race. I just want those, the two opposing views, because I'm not a scientist, I just want the two opposing views to argue. And unfortunately, it seems that the government, the politicians, the world leaders, the medical professionals uh, who can be bought, perhaps, are listening to this group and saying that this group is right. And they're calling this group all sorts of names. But I've been taught since I was a little girl <laughs> that we should always ask why and how. And they seem to be two questions that are missing out of this group. Why would we do that and how does it work? This group is asking that. Why would we do that and how does it work? Based on the research that we've done, based on anatomy and physiology, based on just common sense, we need to ask some questions about the research that you're doing. But they're being called all sorts of names and that's making me really angry because... <laughs> We live in a world that's getting fatter and sicker and weaker and more diseased and more depressed. And I've been an exercise professional for a really long time and the world's just gotten physically less healthy. And I want to change that. That's been my driving force since I've been an exercise professional for over 40 years. I've been wanting people to get healthy, get fit, get strong and stay that way for the rest of their life. So I want the scientists to argue. I want every opinion to come out. I want all of the opposing views to argue because I want an opportunity to look at all of the opposing views and A, I could make up my own mind, so could you. Wouldn't that be a nice idea? And I've always asked that question. Wouldn't it be nice 
for us to make our own decisions about our own body rather than have the government tell us what to do or medical professionals tell us what to do. And the reason I share that is the government is only looking at research. The medical professionals have so many opposing views. If I get a, a diagnosis or somebody tells me I've got something wrong with me or a disorder or a disease or a depression or something, I want to get a second opinion. And I want those two opinions to have been argued uh, robustly, there's a good word. I want the scientists who have opposing views to get together in the same place and put both of their views on the table. And I'll share an interesting experience with you. When I was uh, growing up, my father sent me to a private boarding school to become a lawyer. And one of the things that I really liked about that concept, uh, I used to jig school, <laughs> I used to wag school, we called it, uh, to go and sit in the Supreme Court. Uh, in Melbourne, Australia, that was, I never told anybody, I just used to catch the train into the city and go to court, to watch court, because I found it fascinating. And I've still to this day love court scenes in movies and te television series. I love watching the opposing views. And what used to happen to me when I went to the Supreme Court is I would listen to the prosecution, their whole, whole case, and I'd go, oh, definitely guilty. And then I'd listen to the defence's case and I'd go no definitely innocent and I used to say I'm really glad I'm not sitting on the jury because I don't know the case presented by the prosecution was awesome the case presented by the defense was awesome and now the jury has to work out who's lying who's exaggerating who's worked out a way to manipulate the truth to suit themselves and that's been my driving force as an exercise professional all of my life now since it, when it comes to science and exercise, uh, science and eating, science and nutrition. There's so much opposing science. There's so much, so many opposing opinions. So to wrap all of that up, when you get stressed, go and get puffed because it gets rid of the stress really quickly. That's awesome. <laughs> that is, nobody argues that. That's one of the parts of science, the fight and flight system nobody argues. When you get stressed, your body needs to fight and fight. And if it doesn't, you'll get into a state of dis-ease and you'll become diseased. Nobody's arguing that. So I've come out to box the bag and now I'm asking you some questions for a reason because that's what I do every day. I ask questions of exercise physiologists, psychologists, cardiologists, endocrinologists, uh, everybody that's, that gives me opinions and presents me with science, I always ask, show me the research study, show me the rest of the research studies. How did you come up with that conclusion? Were you paid to come up with that? And I'll just use, just as again, as an interesting side note, the group of scientists that I've had to deal with today uh, they are not disclosing who's paying them. Now, if you have nothing to hide, wouldn't it be nice to say, no, I'm not getting paid? Or if you are getting paid, wouldn't it be great to say, yes, I'm being paid by? But they're, they're not disclosing that. So what's got to happen is a Freedom of Speech, Freedom of Information Act has had to be placed on this group of scientists forcing them to show who's paying them to produce the science. And I think that's really sad. And obviously because I live with a scientist, that makes K-Man pretty angry as well because if you're getting paid to produce research, at least you have to share that you've got a conflict of interest. You have to share how much you're getting paid and who's paying you because if the person or the people or the organisation that are paying you to do the research study have a, a very important uh, 
influence on the world, on our health, on world health organisations, on the government, uh, and they're, they're paying for the research to be done and the scientists are taking the money and nobody's, none of that's being disclosed, doesn't that sound a bit dishonest to you? Now, I'm being very careful because... The world's full of all of this crap at the moment and I don't like it, of course, because I just want people to be healthy, fit and strong. I don't want our kids to grow up in a world where pharmaceutical drugs is a normal part of their life. I want our kids to be healthy, fit and strong. I want them to get outside and punch and kick and swim and ride their bike and climb mountains and go skiing and be healthy human beings. And I would like to think that the governments of the world want that for our kids too. I'd like to think that the the medical professionals of the world want that for our kids. I'd like to think that the research scientists of the world want want that for our kids. And that's why I'm asking all of these questions. If you want our world to be healthy and if you are producing science that says you should be doing a certain thing to be healthy, please let's look at all of the science. So again, to wrap all of that up, should we as parents, teachers, coaches and particularly as exercise professionals be really conscious of the science and what that actually means, which it's not one research study, it's not one scientist's opinion? Should we ask to see the research that's been quoted? Should we then look at all the research that's been done on that particular topic? And then should we have a really good understanding of anatomy and physiology, a really good understanding, not just a basic, and this is one of the other things that fascinates me, which is my word for makes me angry, (laughs) is if you call yourself an exercise professional and your vocabulary for anatomy is abs, uh, delts, calves, hammies, buys and tries, and that's it, uh, should we know more about anatomy than single syllable words that describe one small part of the human body? Should we know our anatomy to the point of we understand that there are what the systems are, how they all work together, which is anatomy and physiology? So if I say to an exercise professional, can you give me a simple explanation of the endocrine system or the central nervous system and how they work together? Could you give me a simple explanation of how the central nervous system, the endocrine system, fires the muscular and skeletal system? Could you give me just a simple explanation of how to get fit and get strong so we can give that to the general public? I've seen too many exercise people, and I can't call them professionals, they just go purple because they don't know how to do that because their vocabulary is buys, tries, abs, delts, and carbs. So I can't do. I can't change what other people are doing. I can't change what the scientists are doing. I can't change what the government's doing. But I'm here every day. Romax is here every day. Still got my glasses on. I think it's a bit cloudy, so I'll hoik them away. I'm here every day because I want the world to be healthy, fit, and strong. I want you to be healthy, fit, and strong, and stay that way for the rest of your life. I want our kids to live in a world where being healthy, fit, and strong is normal. Where pharmaceutical drugs is is for extreme situations, not for everyday people just to suck down pills every day and I would really love for all of us to be healthy fit and strong have a career or business that we love to be financially free and to have great people in our life that's what I'm studying every day all the research studies not just one and that's why you'll never hear from me research shows or uh, sometimes I'll say a study has been done, but let's ask the questions about those studies. So I read the study. Isn't that interesting that they made that finding in the study? But what about this? What about that? Why would we do that? How does it work? I think it's really important that we ask those questions. So do you know your anatomy? Do you know your physiology? Are you continuing to learn it? Because you can forget it if you don't 
keep learning it. And you'll often hear me share that. Sometimes I think exercise professionals either didn't learn something in the first place or they've forgotten it. Well, let's not forget it, shall we? Let's learn it. Let's keep learning about it. Let's keep looking at all the research that's thrown at us. And let's not be the regurgitator of other people's opinions. Could that be a really good idea? Just because somebody says the science shows or somebody says research shows or a clinical study shows, and that's the really scary one, because I can do a clinical study. I can say to you, I've been out here five days in a row and it's been sunny. So my clinical study shows that five days have been sunny. And I'm just it's just a silly example, but that's that's as silly as a, as a clinical research study. They mean absolutely nothing. A double-blinded research study done by scientists that have no political persuasion, no personal opinion, and no uh, financial gain, which is probably a unicorn. You probably couldn't find one of those. And that's why you have to look at all of the research. You have to look at all of the double-blinded studies done by all of the researchers, ask what is their driving force, what's their agenda, what's their political persuasion, who's paying them to do the study, and then work it out for yourself. And what's the only way we could work it out for ourselves is if we know our anatomy and physiology. And last but not least, that's the fun thing for me about looking at a research study about exercise, for example. Uh, You can tell pretty quickly when you read a research study if the person that's done the study has ever done any exercise. Uh, And often uh, that's just, isn't that hilarious that somebody does a a research study on exercise but they don't exercise or they've never physically trained anybody or they've never been a coach or or a personal trainer for that matter. As an exercise professional, I find that really fascinating but it's obvious when you read the study. So that's a good thing to go into with a headspace of, I wonder why they're doing this study, who's paying them, what's their agenda, what's their emotional attachment, do they exercise themselves? How about this one? Are they in great shape? Do they look good? Are they healthy, fit and strong? Do they look after themselves? And this, what's the purpose of this research study? Could the world be a better place if we didn't just accept other people's opinions? And there's a great question. Are you a critical thinker or are you a follower? And is it possible that critical thinking simply means let's look at everything and then decide for ourselves based on our common sense? And I've been taught this a long time ago. There's three parts to that. What does your head say? So what does your logical head say? What does your heart say, which is, of course, your emotion? And then what does your gut say? When you read something, when you hear the science, when you listen to somebody's opinion, and there's plenty of that going on, If you put those three together, what does my logical brain say? What does my heart say, which is my passion and emotion, which is awesome? And then what does my gut feeling say? And often if you apply that to an exercise, you can look at an exercise and say, even if I think emotionally that that might work, my logical brain says that that's crappy and my gut says that's a really stupid thing to do. And could it be a good idea that unless the three of them are working together that we don't believe it? And should our head, our heart and our gut feeling be based on our anatomy and physiology knowledge and our life experience and having a look at all of the opinions and all of the research and everything that's going on about that topic rather than just handpicking the ones that suit our emotional opinion. I don't want to be the regurgitator of other people's opinion and I hope that you don't either. I hope that you want our world to be healthy, fit and strong. Thank you for coming to Romax. And I do this because I want us all to live our life to the max, not be told what to do by somebody else. How about that? I feel good. Thanks, Basil. It's really nice to find Basil because he makes me feel good. Go, Basil, go, Basil, go, Basil, go. Boom, boom. Woohoo!